I am imperfectly perfect tweet, an expert on nothing with an opinion on all things. Don't box me into your ideas of what you think I should be. We will discuss all things in random fashion. Hello, this is Imperfectly Perfect Tweet. I have an opinion on all things and I am an expert on no things. Today, I was um, just watching a TikTok and a lady was talking about um, a biblical story with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how they were placed in the fire and they were bound. And when they came out of the fire, they were unbound and didn't even smell like smoke. They did not look like um, they had been in trouble or stressed or in harm and jeopardy. And the reason I mentioned that because it had me thinking instantly about one of my favorite biblical stories. And that is the story of Job. As I keep repeatedly saying, one of the hardest things in making um, a podcast or recording yourself is knowing that eventually people will listen and people will criticize and critique and try to tear apart or destroy um, your words. They would try to change them and twist them. So I'm always guarded about the things that I say. I'm always guarded about the things that I want to reveal about myself or any topic that I choose to talk about. But again, this is my recording, so you can listen or not, take it or not. Anyway, um, so many people in my life have <laughs> told me that they know that Job is my favorite um, Bible story. And a lot of them have been so patient. And I typically tell it when I hear that people are going through hard times, um, particularly around um, the, the winter time when we may experience, you know, seasonal depression living in the Midwest or around Christmas time when we're stressed and worried about funds, how we're going to pay our bills and make Christmas happened for the commercialism of Christmas happened for the people who are important to our, to us in our life, who we know and who we love, or um, a loss, like a loss of a job, a loss of a child, a loss of relationship. Um, I always tell this story about, <laughs> about Job because Job was my man because Job, man, had unshakable unwavering faith and trust in the Lord and God was pleased with him so much that he allowed him to be tested like Job was such a faithful servant and he had it all you know he had wealth he had family he had friends he had food he had housing and land and a wife he, he has standing in the community, right? And apparently in the story, the devil approaches God and say, um, I want to put 
I want to test him. And God say, well, you know, Job is my man. You know, I'm not worried about anything that you could do to Job. You could. And I may get it wrong. Yes, I know. I may get the story wrong. I am not um, a person who memorized the exact word for word saying and the Job story. It's long. You know, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but um, he said, that's my man. You know, go ahead and test him. I'm not worried about him. So the devil like, well, he only your man because he got all the stuff that you blessed him with. God, like you could take everything from him. He's still going to be my man. You just can kill him. So... The devil like, I ain't back. I'm going to test him. And so first, it goes to the point where I'm not sure what he lost first, but he lost his cattle. You know, that's his wealth. That's his, his livelihood. And all of them died. And Job still like, it's God will, you know. I trust God. Whatever God says, that's what it is. And people are like, Job, what did you do? You must have done something wrong in order for this to happen to you. Did you anger God? Did you curse God? Job, like, nah, it's just the will of God. You know, things happen. And so then Job lost his children. All of his children. I think he had a lot of children. And everybody like, Job. Dude, you must have really cursed God. You angered him. You brought down his wrath. You must have cursed him. You must have said or done something. Job like, nah. I didn't say nothing. I didn't do nothing. I love God. I trust God. You know, I'm with God no matter what. It's his will. They like, but these your kids. Like, I'm still with God. Mm. So then... I think Job lost his house. And maybe it burned to the ground or something. Everybody come, his friends like Job. I know what you're saying. You're saying you ain't did nothing, but that's not what it's looking like. Dude, you don't lost your cattle. You don't lost your family. You don't lost a place to stay. You've done something, Job. Like, I ain't did nothing. You know, I know what it is. You know, it's the will of God. It's, it, this is what God so choosing. This is what is. I accept, you know, God is God. That is it. That is all. So then Job is afflicted with sickness. He is afflicted with such pain that every time he inhales and exhales, flesh is falling from his body. And he is in such pain. And he listening to his idiot friend saying, well, Job, guess what? Look. If you didn't curse God, I'm telling you right now, you should curse God because look at your life. It's 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 in shambles. It's destroyed. It's in pieces. It's nothing, right? And then his silly wife, she even comes and she said, Job, God curses you. Look look at what's going on. And he didn't even know that this woman who he done been with and had all these children with the whole life felt the way that she did about God and his and Job's belief and faith, he was living with an apostle the whole time. I guess he never really got down to the nitty gritty, or maybe she was putting up a good front of support and how he felt about God. But she was talking crazy. So he like, lady, get on. I, I don't know what you're saying, but just get on. You know, I love the Lord. 
Go on about your business, his friend. He like, go on about your business. And still, Job had unwavering faith. He he like, God, my God. He rocking, I'm rolling. We together. We thick as thieves. He lead, I follow. It's his will. God's will be done. All right, I'm cool with it. I ain't got nothing. All right. I want to have a life if it wasn't for God. Okay, I'm good. You know, I'm alive. I'm breathing. I get to think and know my God and still love my God. And I'm cool with that. And God seeing his faithful servant, Job, pass all these tests that he didn't even know he was being tested where he's simply living through the situations, living it out. And guess what? This too shall pass. It did pass. And when God was so pleased with Job, he blessed him with double, double everything, double cattle, double children, double wealth, double, uh, I guess, twice the um, size of his home. He just doubled life. He, he blessed him because he knew who Job was from his creation, like, he was so proud of him and so pleased and he understood and he knew that material thing wasn't the reason why they had relationship. It was simply because God was God and Job was Job. And I tell people that, look, sometimes we may not see the light in the midst of the darkness, but this too shall pass. Sometimes we'll be closer than we think. And we give up just one more step, two more steps. It may be 10 more steps, but you might be closer to the other side of your struggle than you know. Job fills me with such hope and such joy. And I have to say, um, in all honest, honesty, I do not pass tests as gracefully as Job because I am still a work in progress, you know. I love my Lord. I love my Lord, but I am a work in progress every day. I am very temperamental and emotional, and um, I have mood swings. And every day, people think it's easy to appear calm. It's not. It is a work, a huge work to be calm when sometimes you're enraged on the inside. To. Uh, I don't know. It takes grace and mercy to be who Job was. It takes tremendous faith and belief and belief. And a lot of times we were raised in the church to say, walk by faith and not by sight, because more often than not, we cannot see the things that we are hoping for, praying for, wishing for, needing. But it's a faith. And they say, have just the faith the size of a mustard seed. Just that tiniest bit of faith. And if you've seen a mustard seed, and a mustard seed can produce such large leafy plants, but if you had a faith of the mustard seed, just that tiny bit of hope, then God knows that you're trying to hold on. All you got to do in your difficult times, and say, God, I don't know what's ahead, but I trust you, God. 
And you have to believe it with such faith. I trust you, God. I trust you, God. And you say it until you believe it in your mind, your heart, and your soul. Because in those difficult moments, in those difficult times, you say it. It be hard. It be really hard. But you say, I trust you, God. You say, your will be done, God. Now, a lot of people from a lot of backgrounds don't believe in God. And they laugh at black people for having faith in God because they're like, you believe in a God. And yet, God allows such bad things to happen to black people. Enslavement, modern day, being slaughtered in the streets, the unfairness, the poverty. How can you believe in a God? And it's like, how can I not? I might not be who you are or of your family, of your line, but God shows up and shows out. God can be with you when no one else is. God could be with you in a jail cell, just you and him, and he'll get you out. He could be with you in a fire, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and you come out without smelling like smoke. God is God could be with you in the coldest place on earth, and you'll still come out feeling the warmth and alive. God could save your life. It could have been a shootout, and no bullets touched you. It could have been a stick-up, and, and yet... Your life was spared. God show up in a delivery room. He show up. He pull you through. God will show up as the doctor. You know, who's praying over you before he take you into surgery. That all will be well. I might not know your circumstances. Only you know your circumstances. Only you know. And have to believe and have the smallest amount of faith that God will see you through. And at all times say, your will be done. Your will be done. And I always say, all is well. That's another story of a, another woman in the Bible. Her child had passed. And she was waiting on Jesus to come see her sick child. And her child died before Jesus made it. And once she went to look for him and his disciples and everybody she met on the road even knowing that her child had passed away asked her what was wrong what was, how was she all she said was all is well how is your daughter is she still sick all is well I heard she was definitely ill all is well even when she had covered her child and left her in the bed in search of Jesus on that Rise to go and find him. All is well. She's made it to Christ and he saw immediately and he knew because he was on his way to her and he knew from simply looking at her what had transpired. Yeah, he didn't say it and she didn't say it. All is well. And when they got there, he prayed and he commanded a miracle and the baby's life was restored. All was well. Just continuously say it. Like it is a song, like it is a mantra, all is well. This too shall pass. All things are possible with Christ who strengthened me. All is well. Your will be done, Lord. Job, he just knew. Even as he breathed in and out slowly, 
and painfully. Even if he made, did not make it through the night, he knew he loved God. He knew he really had a relationship with God. He knew he was in his right mouth and had a sound heart that he believed in God. And even if he went into the place beyond and saw his God, it was God's will to be done. It is what it is. I trust my God. It is what it is. I trust my God. Sometimes, more often than not, I have to talk myself down when I want revenge. Sometimes, the revenge may not be may not come. <laughs> it might not come swift. It might not come at all. It might not come as full of wrath as I would like in a time frame that I would like, but it will happen. I might not ever hear about it, but it will happen. That's the hardest thing for me to do in my walk with Christ. Allow Ventures to be God in my mind. That is the hardest thing for me. To stand down. And trust that God's will be done. Karma is the work of God. The ones to others says you will have them to do unto you. When people are walking out and about. Doing mean, vindictive, malicious things to others. And they feel that there will be no repercussions. There will be in time. You might not ever see it. And it may come in the same way that you delivered the evilness and wickedness that you did. It will come in some form of that. It always does. I've heard people that saying you live by the sword. You die by the sword. You live by the gun. You die by the gun. And I've seen that so many times to count. So many times. And I feel so sorry for the people who didn't live by the sword and die by the sword. Who didn't live by the gun and die by the gun. So many innocent children, so many innocent babies, so many innocent men and women, young and old. But the karma will come to the people who let out the violence in some way. Even if they've killed hundreds of millions of people, God will have their way. And it's hard to accept because we want it now. And at least I know I do. I want revenge now. You want me to wait 10 to 20 years? You want me to wait? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like just like the hardest thing. Patience is not a virtue of mine. I will not say that it is. And I always pray, God, please don't make me pay <laughs> be patient. And sometimes it's simply not his time. And sometimes, even if you don't want to be patient, you will have to be patient. But Job, Job is my guy. Job give me such hope around Christmas and around and also the story of it's a wonderful life seeing george bailey jumping at water about some nonsense and silliness of money that he didn't have and being audited by the bankers or the auditor he jump into the cold plunge and his life is irrevocably changed and 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 he never was 
and his brother died and people weren't saved and his wife never married and his mom was bitter and I am watching it and the town being even named completely and his existence not matter and his children didn't exist and he go back and that's what a lot of us should think sometimes. All of our lives matter. It's a part of the divine plan and purpose. All of our lives matter. Black lives matter 100%. And a lot of people don't see that. Which is why we are in the streets protesting and yelling and marching and chanting. Black lives matter. Our lives matter. We just want everybody to understand. Just like you matter we matter. Just like you have basic human rights, we should have basic human rights. Just like you get to jog, we should get to jog. Just like you get to go to a store, we should get to go to a store. Just like you get to go to a restaurant, we should get to go to a restaurant. A color of our skin shouldn't stop us. We run this world with our trillion dollars spending every year. Without us, there will not be a lot of you. But at the same time, all lives matter. We all have a purpose. It's all a part of the plan. It's all a part of the, the divine plan. And George, he he said, I want to live again. I want to live again. And he cried. And he wanted to live again. He wanted to live again. And he get back to who he was. And he's so grateful to be alive, to be happy. Oh, it was such a bad dream. And he is, and he's alive, and he can touch himself, and he can move, and he can run. He don't care how cold he is. He don't care how angry he was before. He don't care about the blood and the pedals and the crashed car. He don't care about any of it. He just is. He mattered. And at Christmas time, that's what it all should do. Yet, somehow we've been mentally tricked. And to fall into the commercialism for every holiday, for Thanksgiving, the commercialism of turkeys and the, the, the Black Friday sales. And then for Easter, the bunny. What? Some of the poor children don't even know that, there's, they, that we used to attend church on Sunday for Easter. And, and jobs barely even recognize and honor Black Friday anymore. The world is changing. And yet we have faith. Have faith like Job. Remember how it was in the 80s and the 90s and when we went to church and we celebrated and we prayed at our meals. We still pray but we have to pray with such passion and conviction and healing and hope and faith. And faith in our family and faith in our God. But it's all about stuff. The world has become about stuff and things and materialism. How much more can you get? How much bigger will it get? We're trying to fulfill, we're trying to emptiness. We're trying to replace loss and a lack of connections with other human beings with stuff 
And you look around, you have all the stuff in there. There are no people and there are no things. There's no connections. And church, people don't attend as religiously as we used to. We do have the Zooms. And I'm guilty of it myself. The Zoom. The, the Zoom. But I do it because I'm a germaphobe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was struck with COVID twice. And the first time was definitely terrifying. I was really, really afraid that I was going to die. I had it at the very beginning in March of 2020. And I really did not believe I would make it in my sister and my mom were scared, and I think my sons were, I believe, years or in denial, and I didn't speak about it to anyone. And then, um, December of 2021 for Christmas, I was afflicted with it again, and it was scary and it hurt and it was painful, but not as it initially did. And I'm sorry, I try and keep my um, distance. I like to be in outdoor spaces, and um. Yeah, masked up and isolated. And I'm not saying that's a justification for not attending church and house of the Lord and having fellowship with um, our fellow Christian. I'm just simply saying that is why I do not. Connections matter. People matter. It is not good for man to be alone. God wants us to be fruitful and to multiply that means have lots and lots of people and procreate and have lots of other people. That was his command. He told us to be fruitful and multiply. And then the world turned it around on us and made it bad to be fruitful and multiply. And broke up families and broke up home. But even though Job had lost things, even lost his wife because he got rid of that woman. Uh, <laughs> um, Job got rid of those naysayers out of his life. You know, sometimes God show us and take us through hardships so he could reveal things to us that we otherwise would not have revealed if he didn't sit us down do whatever method that he uses but it has to be profound and it has to grab our attention and we have to kind of get quiet and hear the message but Job understood God is God and I'm with him God is God and I a perfectly perfect tweet and with him Until next time.